0: Welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today, we're doing something a little bit different with newsroom journalist and biology graduate specialising in the human microbiome, Matilda Hansley-Davis, who's spruiking mammals in our inaugural Australian Mammal of the Year 2022. I am Gail McCallum, Cosmos editor and most definitely an undecided voter ready to be swayed. Matilda, tell us about Australian Mammal of the Year.
1: Thanks, Gail. Australian Mammal of the Year is an online poll to crown Australia's favourite mammal and to raise some awareness and excitement about Australia's amazing diversity of mammal species. So, as you know, part of our mission at Cosmos is to highlight Australian science and the science that matters to Australia. And while we love bird of the year and eucalyptus of the year, we've been asking ourselves for a while, what about the mammals?
0: What about the mammals? There's such a lot to love in this country, right? There are like more than 300 recognised native species.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them are endemic, which means they're only found in Australia. And another thing is Australian mammals are also very evolutionarily diverse, so this is one of the only places in the world that hosts all three main branches of the mammal evolutionary tree.
0: Okay, so that's marsupials, like kangaroos and koalas, which have pouches, and then the super cool egg-laying monotremes, echidnas and platypuses. And the third?
1: Yeah, so a lot of Australians don't realise that in addition to the awesome marsupials and monotremes, we have lots of native placental mammals as well. Like lions and pumas! Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, the the mammals that have a placenta and give birth to reasonably well-developed live young, you know, like humans, cats, dogs, lions, most of the, you know, garden variety mammals that you might know and love. Raccoons. Yeah, yeah, raccoons. Um, so we do have native placentals in Australia, like bats, marine mammals like dolphins and sea lions, and quite a few native rodents as well, like for example stick-nest rats, which build these amazing kind of little houses out of sticks, the raccoli or water rat, and hopping mice. You know all kinds of things. And scientists think that the ancestors of most of these native rodents crossed the ocean to Australia from Asia or New Guinea about six to eight million years ago. So they've been here for a really long time.
0: Okay I think you've got a bit on your plate there getting people to vote one rat but obviously part of this is hoping to showcase some of these lesser-known mammals.
1: Definitely, you know, in addition to the ones that we already know and love, but we're also trying to highlight the important ecological roles that mammals play in Australia. So, for example, bandicoots are often called ecosystem engineers because through their digging and feeding behaviours, they help keep the soil healthy and spread native plants and fungi around the landscape. Um, then you've also got some burrowing animals like wombats and bilbies that create amazing underground burrows that shield them from extreme weather and from predators. But those burrows can also be used by other species. And then there's also some really interesting conversations to be had about some of the larger carnivores or meat eaters like quolls and Tasmanian devils and dingoes and how they could help keep ecosystems healthier by controlling populations of their prey animals and even of invasive predators like cats and foxes
0: okay any any clouds in this very cheerful story matilda
1: yeah sadly so you might know australia has one of the highest rates of biodiversity loss among wealthy countries. And we know that at least 39 mammal species have become extinct since European arrival in Australia, which is really terrible. And there are a few reasons behind this. So there's the loss and destruction of habitat through things like land clearing, deforestation, there's climate change, there's threats from invasive species, like I mentioned, cats and foxes and other human activities as well like for example you might have heard of the mountain pygmy possum which is this really adorable critically endangered possum that lives in alpine and subalpine areas in Victoria and New South Wales and they're having problems because they feed on bogong moths which are we think or scientists think are being impacted in their migration patterns by things like light pollution and so they're not getting to where the possums are so much anymore
0: Okay. All right. Well, how can people get involved in this, you know, extremely charismatic election?
1: so we're publishing new articles highlighting australian mammal species every week you can see them at cosmosmagazine.com under the nature tab and then australian mammal of the year and we're currently calling for nominations from the public for their own favorite species to be considered to go into the poll and so you can find that nomination form at the bottom of any australian mammal of the year article on cosmosmagazine.com so please head over and read and nominate and the first rounds of voting are going to open in July. Okay, hoping it's hotly contested. Do you have any idea who you'll be barracking for, Gail?
0: 300 mammals, and I could say pretty much lovely things about 50 of them. I am very fond of the yellow-footed rock wallaby. As you know, I think it contains the best aspects of a macropod and the best aspects of a monkey all in one animal. But I also love, you know, the dugong out of left field. Marine mammals are a hugely, you know, important part of our island place. How about you?
1: Oh yeah interesting choices. I'm also kind of undecided. I love wombats. I had a book called The Muddle-Headed Wombat by Ruth Park when I was little that I read over and over again and I've been lucky to have the chance to help out on some scientific field work with southern hairy-nosed wombats here in South Australia but I also think that bilbies and bandicoots are really cool. They're like ecosystem engineering roles and they're really cute as well so I'm not sure yet.
0: It's going to be, you know, it's, it's a very strange um, election, isn't it, when you want more than one person to win rather than fewer. It's a, nice, a nice feeling, isn't it? <laughs> thanks, Matilda. And thanks to everyone for listening. And don't forget, when the voting comes, get your mouse fingers ready. Be sure to keep an ear out for the next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution
1: of Australia. listener and cosmos magazine comes huh science explained a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions big and small in just 10 minutes download the listener app now and listen for free listener